time again for The Insiders with Chuck Paula and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies. Hi, I'm Chuck Paula, former Senate Majority Leader. And I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker. And we're the insiders. So Scott, the Wisconsin Supreme Court uh, kind of was a resounding thumbs down for Donald Trump. What's your take? Well, I do. The uh, case eventually comes back to the Wisconsin Supreme Court. The Wisconsin Supreme Court said, we're not going to take this up under original jurisdiction. You got to go through the circuit court in order to, before it gets to us. That, of course, means it's going to be come back to the Supreme Court way after we've certified the election and our electoral votes have been cast in Washington, D.C. But I think there's some, uh, some serious legal issues here that the court does need to address. And I'm not talking about all the conspiracy stuff that you know people are talking about all over the country. Um, none of that's going to turn out uh, to make a difference here. But we had two clerks um, who clearly departed from the law uh, in a couple of areas and encouraged people to cast votes in ways that are outside of the law. Now, no court, I think, can go back and say, we're going to throw your vote out because the clerk gave you bad advice. But something needs to be done about the fact that the clerks gave bad advice. I mean, you had the, you had the clerks of Dane and Milwaukee County tell people in the spring that they could check a box saying they were indefinitely confined and therefore get an absentee ballot because of the governor's safe at home order. The Supreme Court later said, no, you can't do that. But then they didn't go back and as required by law, confirmed that those people were still indefinitely confined before the presidential election. Furthermore, um, I think that the democracy in the park uh, events that the city of Madison had were clearly outside the law. They were an effort to uh, frustrate um, the law that said that all early voting had to happen in the final two weeks of the election, that you couldn't have people out there five, six weeks before the election casting ballots. And they thought they would be clever and find a way around that. But that, the, what they did was clearly not legal. So again, I don't think you can throw people's votes out, say, Bob, your vote doesn't count because the clerk gave bad advice. But I do think we have to do something so that clerks don't keep trying to go around the laws that have been passed by the legislature and confirmed by the Wisconsin Supreme Court. There has to be some sanction against those clerks. Well, uh, I am a lawyer. I don't just play one on TV. And I don't think that uh, what happened in the parks was clearly illegal. And I think that is probably the one that is most outside of what has happened in the past with elections. In fact, several of the claims, in fact, the largest claims which were made by Trump were claims that clearly practices that had been in place in some cases since the year 2000. In other cases, certainly yeah. they were in place four years ago. So saying, for example, that Jim Troopas and myself, who voted a couple of weeks before the election, and who did that because we signed an affidavit that said, here's our vote, but that functioned also as the application, that would have thrown out a couple hundred thousand ballots. And that clearly, in my view, was legal, absolutely was legal, and has been done repeatedly in the past. It's outrageous that someone would take that on and take that to the court and have an attorney who actually utilized that mechanism to vote himself and would have thrown out his own ballot. This is clearly some really bad stuff that's going on and it's dangerous for our democracy. With regard to some of these other issues, really what it all comes down to is this. Let's take a step back. What are we trying to do here as a society and as a legal uh, system? 
We are trying to prevent people who from gaming the system and voting twice or voting illegally in the wrong place. That doesn't exist. It is so infinitesimal. It's a less than one in a million occurrence. And the rare times we find it, by the way, it generally happens to be Republicans trying to do it. But that aside, this all relates to voter fraud. It really doesn't exist out there. But I think Scott is right. What the Republicans will do is they will come back to court and try to use this Wisconsin Supreme Court to somehow yet create another hurdle for people to be able to vote. Let me be clear about this, folks. The whole idea of voter ID and every other claim against this is to suppress the vote. Because the Republican view is that if fewer people vote, that means that they have a better chance of winning. That is not right. First of all, I don't know that that premise is true. But secondly, it is not something that we should allow in our society. And all of the remaining legal arguments are nothing more than a gambit to obtain voter suppression. I don't think these things were illegal. We may see our Supreme Court deal with it. Sadly, can you really trust the Supreme Court to deal with this issue or other partisan issues when people have had their, their actual campaigns run out of the Republican Party headquarters? And let's face it, the progressives have had Democrats helping them in a big way too. That really shouldn't be done. We should just let people vote. Here's the thing. I think the Republicans want to have the same rules for all voters all across the state. And one thing that Dane County keeps trying to do is find a way to get around those rules. They used to have these extraordinarily long periods of time for early voting. The legislature said, no, we're going to have two weeks across the state. That's it. The court said that's legal. And they, of course, found a way around it. Um, that's what people are upset about. I, again, I don't think they're going to find the sort of fraud that uh, you and I are both concerned about. Um, nothing's going to change with regards to the results of the election. But I think hopefully we can establish some things before the next election so that we don't have clerks just sort of, you know, uh, trying to get around the law. It's just the democracy in the park thing was clearly a problem. It wasn't. I, in fact, I tried to go. I thought, I thought you were allowed to vote in part. You weren't. The only thing you could do is drop off your absentee ballot, which is all they're doing is trying to make it easier for people to vote. But you, Scott stated what the Republican premise is, and it's a false, really clearly wrong premise. And that is, let's just make it equal everywhere. That's what they did in Texas. They said in a county that had several million people, there would be one drop-off box for ballots, just as there is in every other county. That clearly is equal, but it is not fair. And we know that that would not be fair to say, hey, we're gonna make everybody, thousands of people have to vote at the one polling place that's available for your ward in Madison, when you might have towns that only have 50 people who would vote in the entire town. There are things where we're trying to claim that this is the same rule fits everybody doesn't work when you have counties and towns with millions of people or hundreds of thousands of people versus a, a town that may have less than a thousand people. The, the, this is, these are false premises. It all gets back to one thing. This is arguing about rearranging deck chairs in the Titanic. And the way you don't have a Titanic is if you just let people vote. That's it. And we had a record turnout in Wisconsin in this most recent election. So we'll see what the next elections bring. See you next time. You've been listening to The Insiders with Chuck Walla and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies.